Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. I don't know why my microphone just got really excited when you said that. It was like, hello? I love Topo Chico. (laughs) Didn't realize that my microphone was sentient and also had beverage opinions, but here we are. Hey, you know, you learn something new every day. (laughs) Anyways, welcome to the Into the Haunting space today. Feeling a little bit on edge. Feeling a little bit spooky. Cursed. Little spooks. I'm feeling a little bit cursed. I feel yeah. like finally, after weeks, um, the sounds of the ice cream truck are starting to like get to me. Right, <laughs> they're just seeping in <laughs> into the paranoia. We are here. Ooh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> One of these days, I would love to see all of the names that we have given this show that aren't this show. Just, like, in really tiny font, like, on a t-shirt. <laughs> just, like... <laughs> yeah. New merch idea. Just... <laughs> it would just say our name, which is Into the Twilight. Or maybe it's just, like, Vampire Fangs. But in sure. the Vampire Fangs, in very small font, is all of the things <laughs> which our show is. Just, like, Into the Paranoia. All the bastard names we <laughs> yeah. the show. Yeah. <laughs> to all the bastards we've loved before. Yeah. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Into Twilight. We're here. Hey. What's up? We're here. Hello. Hello. We're almost out of Mercury retrograde, so congrats. <laughs> yeah, we're almost there. Hopefully you are continuing to stumble over your words for just a little bit longer. Right. <laughs> but in a cool, graceful way. <laughs> yes. And after that, you won't have anything to, you know, blame it on other than yourself, which is yeah. fine. It's just you being, like, quirky and fun and, like, relatable, so. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I want to talk about something I was reminded of today. Please. Um, A a very joyful thing. Um, Because today I went to Home Depot for the first time since the first lockdowns and whatever. How that wood smelt. Right. The wood smelled very good. Mm. Um, And I had a lot of shit that I've been putting off because I was like, I don't want to do anything. And I was like, you know what? I'm feeling inspired. I want to get some things I need around the house. Whatever. I did that. But it reminded me of a very specific Chicago history of the Home Depot hot dog stand. What? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Tell me everything. I think every... Home Depot in the city of Chicago and possibly the suburbs as well. Every Home Depot has a <laughs> little hot dog stand. It's a hot dog and a tamale stand. Fuck um, yeah, dude. Which is very good. The ungodly things I would do for a tamale right now. <laughs> Fuck oh my God. me. Truly, I was very tempted, but I was like, I'm carrying many, many things from Home Depot. I cannot do this. Um, but the hot dog stand is called Fix and Franks. Um, oh <laughs> and it's been a part of the, the Chicago... Home Depot experience for like a hundred years or something. It's just something that's always been there so much so that people from Chicago don't know that Home Depots anywhere else do not have a built-in hot dog stand. Legitimately did not know that. No. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it's great. You like, it's literally as you exit. So like you just pass out and you like, you you get all your stuff checked out and then, hey, you can also get a hot dog and just head out with a nice, cool hot dog. What the fuck? Hey. It's incredible. Hey, audience (laughs) friends, did you know that when you started listening to this podcast that you were going to be, you were like, oh, no, I just signed up to talk about Twilight, that you were going to be inundated with queer knowledge and also history about Chicago? (laughs) Because I did it. What a joyous, what a joyous occasion. This is amazing. And I did not know that. Going to Home Depot as an adult is not as fun as going to Home Depot as a child. No. Because going to Home Depot or any, like, home improvement store, but we had a Home Depot 
as a kid. We right. did not have a Lowe's. So to me, going Home Depot as a kid was the best. Because I... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, smell the lumber. And it was like, Ooh, fuck yeah. yes. Because I love that smell. And then yeah. it was like, I'm going to go immediately. I had three major locations. One, that good wood smell. Two, paint chips. I got to yes. steal them all. <laughs> For what? I don't know. But I need they them. They will come in handy at some point. A hundred percent. If I had been a, if I had been prophetic, I would have started making decor out of them yeah. and been a like above my time. Um, yes, but no, yeah. I just collected them because I didn't know why, but I loved them. And they were free and no one could tell me I couldn't take them, right. even though I was nine and they were like, what are you doing? And then, of course, you have to go to the lighting section. Because the lighting it's just, section is the best. I swear I can hear angels sing every time. Yeah. All those chandeliers. Ugh, just like the a perfect selfie lighting. If a hundred percent, if you want to do a, a photo shoot at Home Depot, you can. No one's Take gonna it. tell you no. Listen, if I had known better, I would not have taken my senior photos outside. Are you yes. kidding me? No, <laughs> go to a home improvement store. Absolutely. Yeah. The amount of kitchens. Are you kidding? Just doors. Just chilling. So out. many you doors can stand in front of. <laughs> so many flowers. But now, as an adult, home improvement stores are so stressful. Most people go on the weekends and everyone is there. And then you have to pay for stuff. But knowing that you have hot dogs is really nice. What a sweet treat. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the Chicago way, you know? They also, I think they also have nachos. Oh my God. Um, so it's really, what What more could you want? Um, they don't have any veggie ones though. That's my one complaint. That um, is rough. So I, I've never had a Home Depot hot dog, but I just love the idea of it conceptually. And yeah. it brings me a lot of joy when I see that little glow and stand. How are you, my friend? I am living. It is getting warm here, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Just because it's warm. (laughs) But, you know, I will, I don't, I will take this on for now, which is okay. My happy thing for this week is very oddly a little bit similar to yours. Which I wasn't expecting, but I do love that. Love a synchronicity. Both of ours sound oddly sponsored. Um, (laughs) They're not, um, but we will always take your money. Um, Mine is, I got a new pillow this week. Ooh, that is a good, yeah. (laughs) I'm actually incredibly happy for you. That's a huge thing. I, I was swayed by someone I saw on TikTok who said, hey, I got this pillow. Um, and it, I don't have neck pain anymore. And I was like, Bullshit. <laughs> um, and then I saw another person on Twitter who said, hey, I also watched this video and I don't have neck pain anymore. And I was like, well, fuck. Um, <laughs> so I ended up looking into it and I purchased it and I'm on like my fifth day with it. And I am I can say that my neck pain is getting better, which is nice. Oh, yeah. So that's great. <laughs> I am the kind of person I... I don't know if other people are like this as well, but I thought that you just keep your pillows for your whole life. Forever. Um, (laughs) The pillows that I had when I, like, went to college were the ones that I swear to God I think I, like, was born with. Um, Like, and so I, because that's just how it was. Like, I don't know. that, That was just, like, how it was in my family. And so... It wasn't until I was, like, 20 that I think I got my first, like, pillow that was, like, good for my neck, which was nice. Right. Yeah. But my my sleeping patterns have changed as I am – my body is starting to disintegrate with old age. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I – it has been incredibly nice. It is one of those things where it's, like, I don't know. Pillows are not – they're not cheap, but they're not, like, super expensive. But it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I wasn't really taught, like, how often you replace those kinds of things. Um, Totally. And it's one of, for me, it was always one of those things where it's like, eh, I'll get to that later. Right? Right. Like, it's a, I'll do that It's never an immediate thing. Exactly. something you always push on the back burner, you know. As if you don't, you know, spend 
ideally eight hours on it every right. night. <laughs> yeah. um, and so it's one of those things where it, as of the last couple of nights has been incredibly helpful. So congrats. TikTok you ask your neck. Yes. <laughs> if you all have been thinking about doing, holding off, I guess, on something that you should do for yourself, uh, this is my reminder to actually do that. Um, yeah, you're worth it. You are. You're and worth, like, like, the $20 it takes to get something very easy for you to get, you know, yeah. that you need and benefit your life. Especially when it's something like a pillow, where it's like, this is going to last you for years. Yeah. And you spend so much time on it. And the idea that, like, if you don't wake up and not just, like, rest it, but if your body wakes up and you feel like <laughs> shit, that's going to throw your whole day off. So yeah, totally. I don't know. It was just one of those things where it's like, ooh, what is it going to be like if I prioritize my health? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. Um, we have a couple of very interesting current events this week. Oh, we do. We do. This is always, as I've seemed to find over the last couple of years, oscillates between a very slow news week, an, an interesting but boring news week, and right. then... A news week with just the wackiest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> this week falls into the latter category. Yep. <laughs> um, the first of which, unfortunately, we do need to talk about Ed Sheeran. <sighs> this does not happen often on this show. No. As you would imagine for good reason, because why would Ed Sheeran <laughs> fall have into any sort the of Venn- relevance? <laughs> right. Why would it fall into the Venn diagram that is the, I don't know, it's kind of a big Venn diagram now of Into the Twilight content. Yeah. But this past week, unfortunately, he has inched himself into that Venn diagram. Yes. For two main reasons. First of all, I, and I don't know how I didn't know this, because I have unfortunately been listening to to Ed Sheeran for quite some time. I'm a (laughs) fake fan, so sound the alarm. (laughs) I didn't know this motherfucker's name was Edward. Which changes things a lot. <laughs> I don't know what I thought it was short I mean, for. his name is Ed, like, stylist. You didn't think for maybe a couple more seconds that it could have been a short, a nickname, perhaps? A stage name? First even? of all, it's <laughs> kind of you to think that I think <laughs> at all. <laughs> I've never had a thought, and you know that. I've never had a thought. Um, I read off of a teleprompter this whole time. <laughs> From whom? I have no idea. Yeah. Who's um, to say? <laughs> and also, are people not allowed to be named Ed? Are I there guess. just no, are, are there none Eds? I just feel like it's very common what for people fuck? that are called Ed to be named Edward. Maybe we just got, we got bamboozled by Ed, Ed, and Eddie. We're like, oh, people are just named Ed. <laughs> is it, is he Eddie? Eddie Sheeran? Okay. Eddie. So like. <laughs> Okay, everyone shut up. So I just looked this up. Ed, according to Wikipedia, is a masculine given name. Usually, okay, all right, Wikipedia, shut the fuck up. Uh, Usually a short form of Edward. All right, well, that was my bad. (laughs) Edgar. I love how you brought this piece of information up as if it was going to prove your point. But the second half of that sentence fully did not. (laughs) Usually, Usually a short form of Edward, Edgar. Edmund, Edwin, Edith. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it's all connected. Hey, what's up? My name is Edmund Sheeran. (laughs) If it was any of those, I would get it. And Edgar, honestly, he kind of looks like an Edgar. If I'm not lying, he does not... (laughs) If I don't lie for once in my fucking life, um, he does not look like an Edward. So, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I think you're wrong, Ed Sheeran. Um, Anyways, so that's haunting in and of itself. Anyway, so that's Baxter on Ed Sheeran's name. (laughs) We will get to how he's relevant to the Twilight Okay, so that was the... You needed to know that backstory. The reason why that's important is 
News Nation USA. In lieu, they're just essentially copied this article from E! Online. Uh. Shared this backstory because Ed Sheeran <laughs> uh, teased his new music for the first time ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, last week when this is being released. Um, and yeah. he unfortunately has decided to lean in to his real name, his roots. His God-given name. <laughs> yeah. In just the, so it is a, a, a little clip on his Instagram. It is giving, uh, I would say, Halloween vibes. Sure, yeah. Could you describe, you don't even need to play it, but just the thumbnail <laughs> of this of this little clip. From his single, Bad Habits. Imagine if, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> Fallout Boy. Oh my god. Cosplaying as the Joker. <laughs> oh my god. Covered in glitter and also wearing vampire fangs. Yeah. At like a weird prom, perhaps. I don't know actually what the context of this is. Um, but it is horrifying yes i think that you are exactly <laughs> right um Thank you. it is every single every music single that you can think of from like 2007 to 2008 if you yes. like mix those bands together and you had them at one of those like iHeartRadio music balls <laughs> yes. and and you went to that music ball, and the theme was Vampire Winter Wonderland or something. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, um, the theme is Vampire Winter Extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that is what he looks like here. Yeah. So he's going full full vamp for this one. Um, yes. And you hate to see it. I also do want to point out here um, that there's a lot of comments on this particular promo video. Um, (laughs) Most of them are stans. Most of them are people that helped write the song, whatever, whatever. Um, One of which, notably, is Courtney Cox. Yes. Who says, yes, Ed, three exclamation points. I can't wait, two exclamation points. My personal favorite um, is from a user named Canned dot underscore dot underscore beans okay from seven (laughs) hours ago and this is the only one i'll read who says that's my birthday please don't ruin it like this (laughs) (laughs) and they got five likes sorry oh no so um canned beans i'm sorry yeah solidarity with canned beans (laughs) (laughs) um so i'm sorry canned beans so yeah i will be thinking about that for unfortunately the rest of my life and just looking in mirrors to make sure that he's not there it just scares me a little bit yeah (laughs) um we do have a little bit of also just just some rumored news just a little bit yeah just a little bit of little rumors you know just a little bit of rumored news could you tell us a little bit more about this rumor mill (laughs) news that's not from that guy on patreon (laughs) It's not, but it's from another thing that feels like... Well, okay, I guess the original source is from Giant Freak ro- Freaking Robot, which... And they got the exclusive on this. So maybe so. it is that guy. <laughs> it's another so, guy. Yeah maybe, yeah, maybe he just has different a- aliases where he has his hot scoops. But apparently, according to this, um, our boy, Robert Pattinson, is in talks to play Nosferatu in an upcoming remake. I'm just saying, I think we manifested this. I, listen, what have we been saying? For years now. Yeah. I'm not going to get my hopes up, just because that would be unreal. Unbelievable. There are, like, no specifics. (laughs) I I can't even tell if this is for the Robert Eggers one, which is what we talked about, because it lists that a lot in here, because I guess it is shooting in the fall. Yes. But also, we haven't had a casting announcement. There's nothing solid on that. We don't know if that's even what this is for. But it would be wild. But it would be wild. I... And I would love that. 
be very horny knowing Robert Eggers and his collabs with <laughs> Mr. Pattinson. Exactly. You know, I would be intrigued to say the least. Yeah. But also, <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, what would that even look like? I don't know. I mean, knowing Robert Eggers, sorry, I guess there's, yes. it's weird when there's yeah, so there's many. Multiple <laughs> yeah. Knowing him, I think that he would stick to it being black and white. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I have so many questions. We don't, I have too many questions and there's none answers. Yeah, which makes this absolutely not. Um, But I, the idea that this is even an option, I have has piqued my interest. I will say that. Yeah. So, hmm, hmm, is what I will say. Very interesting. interesting. Hmm. (laughs) Very interesting. We will keep the lookout for that, anyways. Also, just a little note. because this just caught me off guard, personally, is that Penn Badgley is in a movie that's that will be out when this episode is out. Yeah. Um, that... I don't know how we missed that. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I don't know how we miss it either. Like, I feel like they just dropped this as, like, a little surprise. Yeah. It's like a mob movie. It's called The Birthday Cake. And I... I'm very interested in it for several reasons. Um, yes. One of which is being that the good time cinematographer is going, is like on this project. Fuck yeah. Which I'm very excited about. The cast looks incredibly wild. The idea that Penn Badgley and Ashley Benson and Ian McGregor and Val Kilmer to get like, what is this? <laughs> so I'm would love to talk about this on the pod just because it has... Yeah some interesting crossovers. Um, yeah. So we might do that as like a little interlude between our next season. So. Hell yeah. Just keep that, keep that available for all of you. Yeah, it's on the table. You know? It's on the table. It's there. Um, we have a question this week, Ooh. which I'm very excited yes. to talk about because I am very interested in this app. Um, this is from one of our lovely patrons, Mulch. 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 Mulch, you're here who asks us to do a compatibility check between ourselves and Robert and Kristen on the app, The Pattern. Fuck yeah. Which is not sponsored. No. But I just love this app. (laughs) Yeah. Because I find it very wild how the science of this goes. For context, Mulch has a chill bond between Robert And a powerful bond between Kristen. Wow. It is not clear on here if these are friendship or romance bonds, but I am going to assume that they are friendship bonds. Yeah. So do you want to pull up Robert or Kristen first? Uh, Let's do Rob. All right. Fuck it. The friendship bond that I have between Robert and myself is chill. Similar to you, Mulch. <laughs> nice. Something that I found very interesting Ooh. about this is, so I have all of the little, like, pie chart filled out, which isn't the case with all of them. Um, Mulch, when I'm looking at yours, like, I can see that it's not filled out, which happens with some of the celebrities that I've tried out as well. Um, yeah. Some of the things that stand out to me here that are very interesting. <laughs> Um, is that in this friendship, there one of the potential frustrations could be expectations. It says, in, <laughs> <laughs> it says, in your friendships, you like to be the giver. You really care about how Robert is doing emotionally. While Aww. he may appreciate your kindness, he might not always want or need your help, which could create conflict between you. So, very interesting. Um wow. The other thing that really stood out to me here is under the lightning bolt, which is attraction, uh-huh. which says that <laughs> Robert and I would be past life karmic links, which I get with everyone I run through, which is so fucking annoying. <laughs> I'm linked with everyone. So it's like, it may feel like you are, you two are meant to be in each other's lives. And it's like, I get this with everyone, which is so, it's so annoying. But anyways, this is very interesting. Um, Yeah, I also have a chill. Do you really? 
with Robert. Yes. <sighs> Tell me more. Um, apparently, Robert takes me seriously. <gasps> it probably matters to him what you think. Oh my god. <laughs> Hell yeah. You could be an important and grounding presence in his life. He likely doesn't want to let you down. Whoa. You can be a reliable friend and a voice of reason. Someone Robert can really trust. That's me just telling him not to do any of the fuck shit that he wants to do. Literally. I'd be like, hey man, the pasta, we gotta stop. You gotta that. stop that, dude. You need to And you to trust me, off. man? I'm, just, I'm telling you as a friend here, please. Oh my god. Robert, stop yeah. it. I love that. All right. I am going to pull up Kristen. And run Fuck this yeah. bond. This one I'm very curious about. Okay, so for this one, I don't have everything filled out with Kristen. Okay. Yeah, say, I think that's also me. Yeah, yeah. I have like one thing kind of missing. Okay. So in this one, the life-changing thing is comfort and confidence. It says, you and Kristen feed off each other's energy. It likely feels good when you get together. Your friendship helps boost each other's confidence, especially in your public lives when you're out in the world. You two are a great team and would likely make good roommates. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, the pattern. Don't say stuff like that. Don't don't tempt me. Don't Don't stop give it. me fuel for my dreams. Um, And then under attraction, it's like... It says, nurturing expanded. Kristen brings abundance and positivity into your life. She also gives you the confidence to own your sensitivity and impulse to nurture others. Being around her likely makes you feel more secure and self-assured. It just feels good when you're together. You support each other. Pattern, shut up. This is too cute. Yeah, (laughs) I can't do this. I can't. Anyways, uh, what um, do you got? I have a I have a chill bond with Kristen Stewart. Damn. Um, and we have a past life deep bond. Shut up! Oh my god. Uh, which says with Kristen, there could be a sense that you've shared a past. Um, ah. Ah. it's probably enjoyable to spend time together because there's built-in trust, comfort, and understanding between you. With her, it could seem like you're just picking up where you left off, like you're compelled to be in each other's lives. <sighs> Whoa. Wow. So, Kristen and I, besties. Whoa. By the stars. <laughs> the pattern says that you two are just just picking up where you left off, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Damn. I love this app. Um, <laughs> it is, I personally just find it fun, especially because they yeah. have those, like, celebrities in there to just, like, fucking, I just find it very curious of, like, right. you know, what yeah. would just happen? So, when we last left off. Oh my god, wait. Do you know? I don't want to mix business with friends. I was like, we should run our bond. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, no. <laughs> we could do that off mic. <laughs> that sounds so weird when you say that. Like, I. Uh, <laughs> sounds so like. Uh, okay, anyways. So. And the host. This is our pen ultimate episode of the host. We have these are our second to last chapters. Next week we have the last chapter and then the epilogue. And then the week after that we have the movie, which I'm very excited for. I wanna see it's finally happening. I wanna see them eyes. Give them Yes, I wanna see them glowing eyes. (laughs) Yes. So, anyways, when we left off last week. Um, there was Sunny. She was crying a lot. Stephanie was like, what if you feel sad for Kyle all of a sudden? (laughs) Right. Remember that? I know that he's supposed to be not like the antagonist, but this guy's an an asshole. But like, what if you feel sorry for him? No. Um, and then. Wouldn't that be fun? And make a lot of sense? And just, like, makes so much sense for this book as we're wrapping up. Um, And then Ian, bless his heart, um, finally figured out that Wander is planning to die. Yeah. And was struggling. Yeah. Just a lot of loud crying. Yeah. Happening there. (laughs) Just loud crying there. 
um, and ended the chapter with, I accept your decision that you want to die and like take care of our group. Um, but what if actually we vote on it instead? <clears throat> so I don't accept yeah, your decision. What if we have a cool survivor tribunal? How about that? <clears throat> exactly. What if that instead? Yeah. So I just want to give y'all, whether you've read this book or not, um, these chapters um, talk about death a lot. Quite and like this book, yeah. Um, this book and Stephanie, I mean, Stephanie Meyer, right? Like all her books talk right. about death. She's <laughs> very, very fixated on mortality. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is just kind of like, if you think about Stephanie Meyer, you think about death. She just can't. That woman's got a lot of stuff to work through. Um, yes. <laughs> and could not get through it in five books in a novella and so needed to start over again in the host. For 650 more pages <laughs> to really just, flesh it out. You just know? really needs, and what I would assume are like other journals of her, like continuous <laughs> musings on mortality, this yeah. woman. Um, but very much in these two chapters and what I'm imagining are next week as well, um, it gets like a lot more extensive. So if that is a thing for you, I hope you've enjoyed the past 30 minutes and we'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. Um, tap out and that's totally chill. Yeah. Um, cause Stephanie is not subtle. She's when no. she starts to talk about death, this is when she gets somehow more talkative. Like, this is when she is like, I'm going to write. I mean, that's Stephanie, right? Like, she gets more verbose when she is talking about deserts, highways, and mortality. (laughs) Like, you can guarantee it. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Um, So, chapter 57 starts. And we've got not necessarily a tribal council like last time where the whole gang's here, it is... Just a uh, mini version. Just a mini version, right? It's just these uh, four men, super chill. There's uh, four men, a gun, and wander. So, sounds like a setup to a weird joke. It's not. It's just awkward. Um, Just the most awkward party you could ever be Exactly. (laughs) Um, And wander's trying to, like... (laughs) <laughs> like slow down this discussion is like hey so how's sunny and they're like she's gone actually um yeah. jody's here now and wonder's like okay cool um how's the other one that we don't have a name for yet and they're like um well we're trying to figure out a name so we don't call her the body yes. <laughs> and wonder's like okay cool uh, anyway, so, and then they just start getting into the arguing here. So good. So, so good. So, in theory, Jeb is supposed to be the, I mean, there's not really an even side here, but Jeb is supposed to be the, like, judge here. And then mm-hmm. we got Jared, and we got Ian, and we got... Doc, who's also theoretically a neutral party because people don't know that Wander has already made an alliance here. And then we got Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, there's a lot of alliances that people don't know about here. Yeah. So Jeb is asking for everyone's essentially like opening arguments. Um, and it's not going well um, in the sense that Wanda is stating their case um, and saying like, well, uh, how do I tell you all that I have made this decision? This is not an effective use of our time. Right. Uh, <laughs> and it also makes this difficult when Jared is being like oddly sentimental. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and Melanie is being sentimental um, and 
Wanda is just like, can y'all listen? I know I love you all because you're humans and you have emotions, but can you just stop? <laughs> yeah, I've made my choice, and I I have a very I've worked very hard on this plan. Right. Okay, can we just get a move on here? Yes. Um, which is difficult here. Yes. It also doesn't help um, that. When it comes time to wrap up a story, mm-hmm. especially a story like this one, which is so clear that Stephanie did not, um, did not almost like resolve her like moral trauma <laughs> from yeah. from the Twilight Saga. <laughs> like there were a lot yeah. of like deep moral issues that she was trying to work through with that series, um, which I did not realize when I was reading it the first time. I was like, ooh, sexy vampires and teenagers wanting to fuck. Yeah, and not like, let's think about life and death very complexly. Yeah. And what it means to be a person or a monster or alive. And it is so clear now looking back at that that, like, she was – trying to work through those in the Twilight Saga did not get to a place where she felt comfortable coming to like a resolution and was like, oh, well, I will, I will get there with the host. Yeah. And then does not as well. Because in this chapter during the tribunal, she has Jared and Ian arguing over Wander in the same exact way of the the conflict that happens in Breaking Dawn, of like right. it's a fetus, like it is yeah. literally <laughs> that same yeah. argument, right? Where it is Jared and Ian being like, well, it's Ian saying like you don't care about anyone, you want to keep Wanda here because of Melanie, and nothing right. else that matters to you. Right. And and Jared being like, no, actually, it comes down to what Melanie wants because that's her body. Yeah. So how, why don't we let Melanie speak? Of? Because it's her body and it's her choice. It's like, Stephanie, I swear to God. Yeah. And they're having this whole, like, there's so many layers of wrong and weird shit here. That's like definitely things that haven't been worked out yeah. uh, in Stephanie's brain. <laughs> Um, but there's also this whole thing about, like, well, Wanda, Wanda's a parasite in any body that they're in. Oh. So, like, what is it? And because they're like, oh, well, Wanda should be, if Melanie wants to be, like, in her body and just exist. Yeah. And we want Wanda here. Wanda should, we should just find a new body. Just find a new body. Yeah. That's fine. And nothing bad will happen about that. There's no chance that it'll, the host will reject Wanda totally chill yeah. and then Juan is like I'll be chill on these planets I'm gonna vibe it's gonna be great <laughs> and they're like well aren't you just also a parasite there and it's like Ugh. man can we just not we went through such like an understanding of Wanda in terms of their usefulness and in terms of like being someone in in the squad right, right. and not just a someone that is like very fertile or whatever like <laughs> and has like yeah, yeah womanly female attributes or whatever to being like someone who is part of a friend a part of the thing and not just a parasite it's like we went all the way back to square one right in terms of how we understand one it's like guys stop the way that jared said that too of mm-hmm. of even adding obviously to it was so annoying yeah. of just like come on Guys, like, why didn't we think of this before? We'll just get a new body. My dude. Come on. And the fact that Wanda has to, like, take that deep, calming breath so that they're Mm -hmm. not completely breaking down and being like, folks, I don't think you understand this. I am telling you what you want to hear rather than saying, I am going to bury myself in the ground because I don't want to go to another planet because I am at home here. I don't want to start over. I have 
fulfilled. I have, I am happy with what I did. Yes. Stop it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't feel like a soul anymore. I feel like a human, but I know that I'm not human. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm in the middle of anything anymore. So just let me choose for once. And they're like, but what if we choose for you? And it's like, have y'all learned nothing? No. It's so frustrating. Um, Especially when finally, like, Wanda has to lie, essentially. Right. And mm-hmm. say, okay, so let's think this throughout, like, a little bit. What if you put me in another person's body and it goes wrong? Um, right. And I, I go back to the souls. Um, and you can't trust me anymore. So now I know all this information about you. And I right. and I can't do anything about it other than fuck you over. And they're like, oh, shit. We didn't even think about that. Fuck. We didn't even consider that possibility. <laughs> we didn't even consider the fact that, like, we almost killed you. We didn't even let you into this community at the beginning right. of this book. And now we are willing to put you into a different body without recognizing yeah. the possibility that you it could just not work. The very real possibility that that could just not work. Mm-hmm. So ridiculous. So, super bummer. Hate that. Yeah. Bad vibes all around. Super bad vibes. Um, but in more cliches for Stephanie, yeah. um, she does lean into, you know, this, like, last night on Earth thing. Um and there are three things that Wander is absolutely positive of before oh, they die. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, though, there are three things. <laughs> there are that three they're absolutely sure of. <laughs> um, there are three last deeds that Wander has yes. to do. Because, you know, listen, it would, you could choose any number, right? And I know three is common, but it's there are too many coincidences at this point that yeah. it's, <laughs> Stephanie is just going into her playbook. She's using all of them. Yeah. So there's Eaton making sure that Mel isn't hungry when she wakes yeah. up. Very kind. Very yeah, sweet. Very considerate. <laughs> very sweet. Um, the second is seeing Sunny and Jody. Sunny's mm-hmm. not really there anymore. Sunny's in a, a scream tank, but it's Jody. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Jody is not uh, has not woken up yet, um, so we get this very weird sibling banter um, between Kyle and Ian during this time, yeah. waiting for Jody to wake up. Um, and I hate it. It makes you very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, especially because Stephanie when we were reading last week was like, we're going to make Kyle be good now. Kyle's good now. (sighs) Almost killed Wander, but Kyle's good now. But he's sorry about it. And now doubles down on that. Right. Yeah. Because now, now that Kyle has his wife back, that, you know, Kyle just like wasn't himself. Right? He just didn't have, like, he just didn't have what he needed. He was just, he was just so bad. But now, now that his wife's here, he's a good, he's good now. He's good. Yeah. And so, even Wander was, like, was not excited to get an apology from him. Weird. Who was that? (laughs) Okay. Weird. Okay. Um, Some weird in the air. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Must be the lack of oxygen. Okay, weird. Um... And and the last thing is when uh, I should mention during that whole scene <laughs> as um, the last thing, which is getting ready to go to bed. Um, yeah. Doc, <laughs> um, Ian leaves to head to bed um, and Wander is following him and Doc is like glowering <laughs> at yeah. Wander and Wander's doing the same thing. <laughs> Um, and you're not really sure why, other than the fact that Doc is, like, having to keep this secret. Um, anyways. So the last thing 
here is having to like say goodbye to Ian. Yeah. Which is rough. Sad. Real sad. It's super sad. Um and a bummer. I thought it was just gonna be in the like last chapter, but this is the leaning into the like last day on earth kind of thing. Um and it doesn't help that it's they've essentially been awake for like a whole day at this point. So Ian falls asleep very quickly. And Wander, of course, is not, because they're not planning to fall asleep. And as they are leaving um, the cave to go back to the the hospital wing, um, a hand, like, grips their shoulder and is like, what are you doing out here? (laughs) Um, Which is a weird way to end a chapter, but sure. Yeah, hey, you know what? You know what? Gotta make them keep turning the pages, you know? Yep, exactly. That's what writing's all about. (laughs) Um, So when chapter 58 starts, um, and I will say this, unfortunately, because I'm a type of person who only grew up on jock jams and movies that replayed on (laughs) TNT, um, this chapter gave off very strong um, Aerosmith, um, <laughs> scene before they go on the spaceship vibes. Um, yes. Like oh I, animal crackers on the bra vibes to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I what I would have <sighs> get what I would have given if one of the embedded Kindle songs was like a, a full jock jam. Oh my god! For this like intense like cinematic esque exit chapter for real. Speaking of which, I forgot. So in that last chapter. <laughs> Um, when Wanda says, like, I truly love you, Ian, like, with my whole soul, I love you, um, that does have a song attached to it. (laughs) I can't believe I almost forgot this. It is, of course, the, the last song by the All-American Rejects. Stop. Nope. Come on. I cannot. Please? (laughs) (laughs) I cannot because I did not do this. It's, uh, Uh, it is unfortunately Stephanie Meyer's fault. So, notable jock jam by the All-American Rejects. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways. Um, but chapter 58 is incredibly sad. Um, I, uh, one of the things I, Stephanie knows how to write um, someone walking in to their death really well. Yeah. Which is a weird talent. Yeah, a weird thing to be specifically good at. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. But it is something that she is, like, oddly... uh, It oddly talented at and I don't know how you get talented at that other than being like a very fucked in the head um yeah but anyways so chapter 58 um hurt me um because Jared knows like what's gonna happen here has like figured it out and wanders like I don't want you to be around right now (laughs) um I am like on my way to hospital wing I need to get this done um you have emotions and that is conflicting right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, that makes things far more difficult. Um, and Jared, bless this man's heart, is like, yeah. I, there is so much that I need to say to you mm-hmm. because now I am burdened with guilt. You are giving up your life so that I can essentially get mine back. Right. Um, because I am a 30-year-old man who loves an 18-year-old. Important to <laughs> totally keep in mind, stuff. folks, yeah, when you are a, getting emotional. A, um, yeah. even just though, a periodical reminder. <laughs> um, even though this man has grown, um, he is still, ad- and that this is the end of days, um, there's still a weird age difference between these two characters. Don't know if yeah. the movie shows that, but it's here in the book. Yep. Um, Jared is losing it 
which I expected yeah. from Ian. Didn't know that we would actually get it from Jared. Yeah. Which, <sighs> frustrating, annoying, sad. <laughs> <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> um, eventually, Wander does give in and is like, okay, fine, Jared, you won't stop talking. Um, <laughs> so, and you are demanding that I, like, that you give me something. So, Jared, just give me a lie. Uh, tell me that you, you want me to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jared, like, with no hesitation, does. Um, yeah. And... Melanie, in the past, very much would have been, like, would have would have done a hit during right. this. Right, like, hello. Um, <laughs> would have gotten me. far more possessive. But I think it has been very clear here, whether it's, like, fruity or not, um, that, right. <laughs> um, that in this moment, like, Melanie is trying to give Wanderer space and, like, have this for themselves. Right. And... I I think that there are a lot of shippers that might have read this as like uh like romantic sexy kisses and yeah. love. To me it very much does not come off as that. No. It it just seems like that's he's like this is all I'm good at. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just give you one last parting gift. <laughs> yeah, as like I as like Jared does not do well with articulating through words. And no. so he's just like, I don't know how to tell you that I, like, appreciate you other than mm-hmm. through, like, uh, giving you my fire. <laughs> like, right. Because um, yeah. it it didn't come off to me in a very, like, I don't know, when they, when Stephanie, like, explains it as a flame, it didn't come off to me as, like, sexy. It was just, like. Like this hot passion. Yeah. It just felt very, like, this is frantic because we don't have time and right. it's sad um mm. and and more than anything like it's all a lie right like this is all right. just a this is just to make you feel better about the fact that like you are dying yeah um and i that's what people do right when someone's <laughs> dying is it's just trying to like <clears throat> not just make the person that's dying feel better but more than anything like make themselves feel better about right. that guilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways. Um, the thing that made me get very emotional during this is when Wander asks about the rain. I don't know Ugh. why, but that like yeah. made me so emo. Because right. <laughs> I was like, that's such a like Wander question to ask. Right. Of, like, looking up and being, like, I, you know, just thinking about their people. Like, this is their family. And being, right. like, I just want to think about you all, like, together. And, like, oh, that's kind of, like, awkward that you all have to go into the game room when it rains. Like, <laughs> right. is it, like, is that, like, a slumber party? Is it weird? Like, what is this? <laughs> um, yeah, getting those last little precious human moments. yeah. Too. It was very specific stuff. Yeah. It's one of those things that made me sad that we haven't gotten more of that wander throughout this whole book. Yeah. Right. Um, like that curiosity and stuff. Exactly. Like, especially as someone like totally in a foreign place. And like exactly. foreign people, you know. We only got just like that when Cheetos came up. And yeah, not... we, yeah, we got Cheetos and we got the rain. <laughs> right. <laughs> the tail end. Um, and then... It, Jared ends up deciding to, like, stay outside of the hospital mm-hmm. wing and is like, I'm going to stay here. Because um, Wander convinced them not to come in during this whole yeah. thing. Um, and just like Doc would say when things were over. Um, and, of course, because it's Wander, um, they moved from being, like, very nervous. And suddenly they were like, you know what, actually? Um, I'm like every other of Stephanie's characters, um, yeah. I'm actually going to accept death very calmly. Yeah, um, just in a very chill, very cool, ready way. Yeah, I'm, like, super relaxed. Um, 
the hardest parts are over. So I yeah. there's nothing to fear now. Mm-hmm. Whereas Doc is crying. <laughs> Doc is crying. And we get his name. A new name. We get a we get his name. Do you know how to say this? Because I do not. I did because I listened to the audiobook. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, that's right. Thank God. Okay. The one benefit. It is Eustace. Eustace. Okay. Yeah. And that was another thing I found very pure about this moment was Wander being like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, this is the end. Well, I need to get my yeah. answers. Yeah. Um, like, I've had questions. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> just a little notepad. Just being like, y'all yeah. need to answer my questions now. Um, <laughs> Eustace. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Yeah. Um, and at the very end, because it's Wander, just lying, being like, nope, I'm not going to feel anything. Um, and then, you know, the doc saying the, the epitaph out loud, which was very pure. Um, and the, the end was just seeing the same stars that Wander saw earlier in the chapters of like three stars, um, Mm. for the, the end, which is floating, floating into the light, which... They weren't. It was just the chloroform that they were just like yeah. they were passing out at this moment. <laughs> yeah. But it's right. it's very meant Listen, to like, let them have their fantasy, <laughs> right? Um, falling into slumber. <laughs> but Stephanie's trying to very much imagine us reading this, being like they've died already. It's like no, it's just the chloroform. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that is where we are leaving off right now. Hell yeah. Um, and when we pick up next week we are finishing this book finally hell yeah um it will have been 30 weeks of reading this book oh my god that's so much time jesus yeah i've and i've aged a (laughs) hundred i am i feel so much older yes that is yeah that is a long time so we are we are getting there. Um, I know we've been saying we've been getting there for a long time, but like for real though, we are almost there. For real, for real, for real, for re- for real. Um, we have an amazing group of patrons to thank. Would you oh, yeah. like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Mallory Hardwick. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you to Katie Black. <laughs> Shout out Kylie Minty. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Wow. Shout out Carrie Goldberg. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you to Mickey Mike. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Mm. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Thank you to Taylor Brown Town Lautner, our unofficial intern. Yes. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Shout out Bailey Christian. Thank you to Jay Molina. Ow. Yeah. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Thank you to Toussaint Warner. Ow! Shout out Kristen Strider. Yeah. Thank you to Julia Stewart. Ow! Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. Thank you to Rachel Seeker. Ooh! Ooh, thank you to Maddie Fascinelli. Shout out to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Yes, yes. Thank you to India Peach. 
Shout out to Casey Yorkie. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, uh. Thank you to Sarah Blythe. Ow! Yeah! And last but not least, thank you to Laura Forty. Ooh. 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 Yes. I have a fan fiction for you today that I procured myself. Wow. I know. All of myself. <laughs> this <laughs> fan fiction was written by Kaylee Nicole J. Great. This, name. I know. Um, this was published on September 4th of 2010. And it is titled Heart and Soul. Hell yeah. The summary is Ian's point of view for chapter 56, Welded, from Stephanie Myers, the host. Ian struggles to convince Wander slash Wanda that they don't have to leave. Which found very interesting because this is sad boy chapters. Yeah. So this reading does not have chapters in and of itself because it is essentially just a rewriting of said chapter. But I'm going to read an excerpt of this for you now. Starting from one of the pivotal moments that we had reading this, which was the lines, you deserve a life to Wanda, you deserve to stay but I love her, Ian. So I'm going to start there. (laughs) This is from Ian's perspective, obviously. Okay. I closed my eyes. The words made me wonder at how that had happened, how Wanda and Melanie had formed a bond inside one mind. But mostly I wondered at how she could love someone she had no peace from, who knew her every thought and shared her every experience. But she could not love me. But I love you. I whispered agonizingly. Doesn't that matter? Of course it matters. So much. Can't you see? That only makes it more necessary. How did it matter to her that she had an ally here when there were still a few, mainly Sharon and Maggie, who were against her? Or was that her way of returning the sentiment? Maybe she was just being kind, just being Wanda. I opened my eyes and glared at her. Is it so unbearable to have me love you? Is that it? I can keep my mouth shut, Wanda. I won't say it again. You can be with Jared if that's what you want. Just stay. That it would be painful to watch her love someone else. But it would be nothing compared to if she left me. No, Ian. Her small hands came up to cut my face, and her eyebrows were furrowed in sorrow. No, I love you too. Me, the little silver worm in the back of her head, but my body doesn't love you. It can't love you. I can never love you in this body, Ian. It pulls me in two. It's unbearable. So she loved me too. Oddly, after having worked so hard towards this moment, I was unhappy about her confession. It made me feel worse. Worse to know that she had accepted these feelings and still chose to move on because of the body she inhabited. It wasn't fair to Jared, and it most definitely wasn't fair to her. I closed my eyes again, the sorrow bringing tears to my eyes. A couple seconds passed by, then I felt arms, her arms, around my neck. She was pulling herself closer until I could feel her breathing against my skin. And then she was kissing me. End scene. Damn. Sad boy Ian times. Big sad boy hours. Oh, man. You ever just, as we're slowly moving into cancer season, need some sad boy cancer <laughs> hours? It's coming. The crap, the claws are out. It's it's sad boy season. We're here. Hell yeah. I mean, we're almost here, but we're here. Right. Anyways, we are almost done with this book. Thank fuck. Uh, oh, I'm so ready to just forget that this was on my Kindle to begin with. Um, yeah, I'm proud of us, but I'm also proud of everyone who stuck with us and listened to all of this. Yeah, you all get a gold star in my book. So congrats. Yeah. Treat yourself with something, whether it is a hot dog, whether it is a tamale, whether it is wood from a home improvement store, or whether it is a pillow. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. You deserve it. You deserve it. From Hey, it's from us, but it's not. 
Um, right. <laughs> um, and as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit and get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. Our theme music is by Eli Krauss, and our artwork is by Maddie Padilla. Follow the show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash intothetwilight. Send us an email or a fanfiction at intothetwilightshow at gmail.com. You can find Allie at Into Wild Places and me at Cody Crow. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.